discovered in the last episode that the Bible teaches that God creates instantaneously with the power of his spoken word, the Logos, the Bible sometimes refers to it as. The universe, with its stars and its planets, were declared to be and placed in their orbits immediately. He also created Adam with what some people call apparent age. In other words, he did not create the first human being as a baby. He didn't create a boy, he created a fully grown, mature adult man. When Adam appears on the scene, by any reasonable measure, we can assume he looked like a full-grown adult. The same thing was true of the Garden of Eden, wasn't it? When he created the garden, it was done in a moment. If you or I needed to grow a garden, the scientific fact would be that we would have to grow it from scratch over many years. We would have to plant it, and to water it, and to fertilise it, and of course to wait. We would have to wait a long period of time to, for the garden to gradually appear and mature. But that's not the way God does it. God created the Garden of Eden instantaneously with apparent age. But the best illustration of this is the fact that Christ himself is seen to create in an instant. Jesus at the wedding of Cana turned water into wine in a moment. Normally the process of winemaking needs something called fermentation. But Jesus took a jar of water and turned it into wine in an instant. That wine he created was mature, ready to drink as wine. It wasn't just grape juice. You see, when God creates, he doesn't have to take long ages of time to put things in motion. The Bible tells us that God always creates in a moment with apparent age. Repeatedly, the Bible tells us that the means of his creation is the spoken word of God himself. Genesis, but the Psalms also, both use the repeated phrase by the word of the Lord to illustrate this. God does not need long periods of time. He simply speaks and it comes to pass. Direct creation, ex nihilo, out of nothing, with apparent age. Recent developments in science are truly amazing and they tell us everything about the world that we can observe at this point from this point. Over a hundred years ago, science thought there was just one galaxy, which was our galaxy, which was called the Milky Way. Then an astronomer named Edwin Hubble built a large telescope and he put it in the Californian mountains and in 1919 he gazed heavenwards and he noticed that distant objects were moving and that they weren't in fact single stars as previously believed, but they were indeed other galaxies. And people noticed that the universe went way beyond our own galaxy. Suddenly humanity's view of the size of the universe increased exponentially. In fact, as recently as 2017, Professor Brian Cox, in a book that he published that year, says the size of the known universe has been revised and is now thought to be at least ten times larger than it was thought just five years previously. So the universe is expanding and accelerating, both in size and in our understanding of its size. Can we trust science? Yes, of course we can. We can trust it as far as it shows us what we can understand at this point, up to this point, from this point. 
but true science always accepts that the theory will be revised upon, expanded, and even accelerated. The writer to the Hebrews said this, By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what we see was not made out of what was invisible. So all of this is amazing, and all of this is well and good, but how do we apply this amazing idea of a creator God in our lives? Because without a spiritual application, all of this stuff becomes meaningless. And that's what I'd like us to do together in the next podcast. Okay, everyone, that's it for this time. Now, the place to go for all the links to this ministry and other ministries and podcasts that I do is the podcast notes section of this podcast on the Buzzsprout website. There you'll find links to the Facebook page, my YouTube channel, the sister podcast, the Living in Faith Everyday podcast, and also links even to my SoundCloud page where I create the background music and sound design for this podcast. And there's also, even if you're that way inclined, a place where you can support the podcast and the other ministries to the tune of £1 a month, which really helps with the funding and costs of doing this. But other than that, I really trust you've been blessed by our time together, and I hope to see you all here again very soon.